Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. Attention brokers, get in the fast lane to the largest annual gathering of independent mortgage professionals in the country, AIM's fifth annual Fuse National Conference. Experience three exciting days of networking with thousands of wholesale mortgage professionals and the industry's top lenders and vendors. Supercharge your business with bold keynote speakers and breakout sessions, important mortgage news, and exciting announcements. Get your tickets at aimgroup.com backslash events. That is aimgroup.com backslash events. Matt, it's good to see you. Good to see you too. Glad to be here with you. Yeah. Um, this is awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, no, good to be here. Good to talk mortgages, wholesale. We got like good things to talk about. Exactly. So I'm going to start because I'm your elder. So I'm going <laughs> to tell my backstory. So um, I, uh, I started in the business in the late 80s and uh, I met the gentleman who became my mentor. His name was Stan Rhodes. And um, at the time, he saw this opportunity to, he had built a mortgage banking business. But, you know, you remember your family was in the business for a long time, very localized retail loan officers, very hard to expand. He was the CEO of a small savings loan. And so he said, you know, he, he looked at it and said, how can I expand beyond this footprint uh, in a way that makes sense for the size of the organization, the capital available, et cetera. And so he identified three congruent trends that were taking place. One is of course, the savings and loan crisis. So at the time, you know, a lot of people in our industry don't remember this, but at that time, most of the loans that were originated went on savings and loans balance sheet. So savings and loans were the way in which you originated, right? Before my time, but yes, I believe you. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> so so, uh, so savings and loans balance sheet. So the savings and loans started to fail. One, loan op- many loan officers became displaced. They didn't have a place to call home. Two is even if they found a place to call home, they didn't have a place to originate their loans. So he saw that trend and said, is it, what can we do with that trend? The second thing he saw was that there was a vehicle for those loan officers, which was a mortgage brokerage. Now, at the time, mortgage brokerages were, this was even before subprime, mortgage brokerages uh, specialized in hard money loans. So it was you know, very much on the fringe of, of uh, mortgage origination. They would take individual customers who had challenges and they would match them up on a bespoke basis with, ind- it could have been like you or me, it could have been a pool of money, it could have been an insurance company, but it was very much a bespoke business. But he said, there's no reason why that vehicle can't be used for loan officers who are doing regular way originations. So that was the second trend. The third thing he saw was that, and, and I should say when I started, I, before I, I met Stan, I sold some loans to Freddie Mac at an SNL I was at. And you had to physically deliver documents to Chicago in order to sell the loans, which obviously is not scalable, very scalable. But what he saw was that the emerging trend was that um, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae were starting to accept loans through data as opposed to documentation. So he looked at those three congruent trends and said, okay, you, you don't have to be big to build something big and you can really leverage these loan officers in a way um, you know, that becomes much more of a, as opposed to a localized operation where you have to directly manage them. You can expand na- you know, all the way nationally if, if you want to. So like, you know, I know you get people call me the godfather, right? You've said it before. I've called it to you before. Yeah, it's like, well, I, I kind of feel like I was there at the creation of, of that. So, you know, from that small kind of kernel came, you know, we started, we started wholesale originations and eventually through a couple different acquisitions and building that business, we became a top five national originator, you know, Interfirst, AB and Ammo Mortgage Group. So 
I mean, but it was a very kind of small, humble beginnings. But the thing he taught me, Matt, was that dislocation creates opportunity. Yep. So when you're looking at the situation and it looks dire, <laughs> if you're a loan officer and you just got let go from an SNL, what do you do? It's like, that's when opportunity is created. So he really taught me that. So, so I want to fast forward though to you because, you know, let's talk about how you started your career and then especially how you focused on wholesale. Yeah, well, first off, obviously at the very beginning where you, opportunity was there, right? And you had to see it. And so for us, when I got here in 2003, you know, UWM was 12 people, small little company, figuring yeah. it out, you know, Beyond where you guys were at back then, obviously, Interverse and what you built a long time ago was 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 known as one of the best, the best technology back then, if I remember. Yep. Moa, something like that. Moai. Moai, yeah, I remember. So the, the thing is, when we got here, we basically figured out, like, gosh, wholesale mortgages. I was just trying to figure the game out in 2003. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm trying to figure it out. I was in AE. I was in, uh, you know, operations. I was in secondary marketing. Trying to learn the game myself first. Yeah. But then, you know, I kind of was living through that subprime crisis. And so when we figured out through the subprime crisis, first thing I realized with loan officers is, is originators, they needed support. Mm -hmm. They needed help. And um, a lot of wholesale lenders were just, here's my rate sheet, here's my rates, send the loans up, thank you. Right. And loan officers, that didn't create that warm feeling. That created a transactional feeling. Right. And so when I was trying to figure out what we were doing, and I spent time in you know, hundreds, if not thousands of broker shops um, in those years, figuring out what they really wanted. And what they really wanted was, confidence that they could close the loan on time for their consumers so that they can look good because we're in wholesale they don't need to know uwm or home point they right. just need to know abc mortgage where the broker shop is right. and so you know through my time in the first five six years we went through the subprime crisis which we didn't really do much subprime so therefore we really weren't involved at all in that we we're just doing fha va and then basically figured out we looked around and said watch rates are lower in wholesale if i can give brokers better rates than retail can and then I can provide the services, the technology, the support, the partnership all around them. Right. Then why would any loan officer not be a broker? Right. And sounds it's amazing to me that you had that conviction at a time where broker share had gone below 10%. Yeah. Like you had that conviction because pre-crisis, 50%. You know, you know I, I think uh, surveys vary, but let's say 50%, right? Yeah. It's probably the right number yeah. or close to a right number. It was below 10%, but yet you had that conviction at that time that that broker was going to be the best execution. Yeah. Well, it's in, 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 in the, the why behind it. So think about it. If 50% of the people, if it was 50% back when all they had was better rates, right. imagine what it should be if they have better rates, better service, better partnership, better technology. Like it should be 80%. I still believe that to this day. Right. right? And the facts are this. Consumers get a better deal when they go through brokers, right? So people, loan officers, you're in retail, you're a broker. Everyone knows consumers get a better deal when they go through a broke mm -hmm. fact, right? Doesn't matter. Well, we're gonna we're gonna prove it, right? We are, we, we are proving. Yeah, it well, the data's out there, you know. And I've seen the data, I've lived the data, and now you're proving it out with the data, which is great. Yeah. But then the second thing is, loan officers. It's better to be at an independent. More, it's just better because why is it better? I have options. You got Willie's company. You got my company. You got other good companies. Right. Right. If my technology's not good, I bet Willie's got better. Right. If his pricing's not good, mine will be better. If if it, like we, you have options when you work for a retail lender. You are captive. Right. When you work at a broker, I'm captive to you. I work for you rather than you work for me. And so that's a big difference there. And so that dynamic shift, and I started realizing that brokers are the future and there's so much opportunity as long as, and the key was, you know, can I build the technology? Right. Can I, does, does it make economic sense to build a technology? Does it make economic sense to not steal their clients? Does it make economic sense? Because if you don't, if it doesn't make economic sense, 
you can't build a scale of 8,000 plus people, which I have here at UWM, and you have thousands of people at your company as well. Like, right. You can't do it on a large scale if you can't make it make sense. Right. And so that's what we had to figure out, and then I started building it. And you know, a lot of that stuff was, you yeah, know. Yeah, so when was this? Like, when, when did you really start building? Well, so in, in 2009 and 10, we had great years here at UWM. Yep. And that was when um, we went through the process of saying, hey, listen, one, I went through the process of buying the company. My father originally owned the company. I bought the company from my father. And, and then at the same time, I realized, gosh, I don't need retail. Everyone tells you you need retail and wholesale and correspondent. And, and that's a, a 1990s, 2000 way of thinking of it, not right. a 2020 or 30 thing. What you got to do is be the best at one thing. So I started thinking that in 2010, 11, 12. And I actually had a small retail group. We closed them down. We also actually used to do loans for our team members. You know, and now you can't. You work at my company. You can't even get a loan here. You actually <laughs> got to go to a broker. That is like you know, just saying that it's just it's so interesting. Considering you're the second largest originator yep. in the country, and can't get a loan. Can't get a loan here. And then when we're number one, we say largest mortgage company in America can't get a loan here. Go to a broker. And and you know that sends a message. It does. And I think it's going to be powerful when we are that level, not only for UWM, but for Willie's company, HomePoint. Yeah. For all the brokers, it's a win. And so 13 closed down all the retail and said, guys. I want all of our people singular focus on one thing. And I think that's something that I think brokers, loan officers, originators, even I I didn't recognize the fact, and I think you've done it obviously, which you can talk about in a second, the extreme benefit of having everyone pushing the boat in the same direction. Yeah. There's no question. It's not like, well, what is the what does the retail team want? Or what's the compliance perspective on this? Like we only have one care, it's yeah. brokers. And that has kind of cleared the deck and we built the technology, the partnership. You know, I've had my battles with the people in the industry because I only have one side of, to, to defend, the brokers. Right. And, uh, and I'm glad to have you on the side with me. We're doing it together now. But that's what we've done. And, and, and since 2014, 15, 16, when we were starting that stuff and really getting going, brokers were better, in my opinion. Yeah. Now it's not even close. Right. Now it's, it's, not, it's not arguable anymore. And so now it just comes down to education, letting people see the technology, the partnership, the pricing, the, the compensation, the opportunity, the, the, the lenders like you and I. And... Uh, I'm excited about where it's going because it's going to go back over 50%. Right. It's going to take time. Wow, but that, that's a whole different level than what you said previously. Well, 33% is my goal. Yeah. But then when we get there, I don't stop. What am I going to go, go take a nap I'll, all day? I, already, I was in another forum and I said, they were asking me about that. And I said, whatever Matt says, I'll sign up for. That's <laughs> Let's what do I said. It. So we're going to get to 33%, yeah. helping everyone out there, and then get to 50%. And it's not just loan officers joining. It's also helping every loan officer in our channel do more. Right. And that's what we're going to be able to do between your company, my company, and some other good wholesale lenders. We're going to push this thing together as a team. Right. So talk a little bit. You and I talked previously about TRID in 2015. And you had said that, you had told me that that was an inflection point for for UWM, talk a little bit about that. Like, why well, why was that an inflection? Well, because you know what, it was it was the ultimate. Like a lot of the CFPB stuff. So a lot of people give Richard Cordray a hard time. The former director, CFPB, yeah. he was going to create all these problems. Well, the reality is, I met with Richard Cordray the first time. I got to find out that, you know, he cared about. He didn't care about me. He didn't care about you. He cared about consumers. Yeah. And he's like, all my rules are going to make consumers better. Consumers are going to get charged less. We're going to have better disclosures. Gonna... I said, Richard, you know that if you do all those things, the brokers are going to win. He goes, well, then the brokers are going to win. Right, like, like, like he goes. I don't care about any. I don't care about lenders, right. brokers, anyone. I care about consumers, consumers getting the best, and that's his job. Consumer fight. Like he was taking care of consumers. That's and, that's the C, right? right that's C the, is consumer. And, and, and you know what? I said that's what we do at the brokers with brokers. Right. And so I, I felt really good about that. And Trid was an example where they made a rules, and everyone thought that oh, there's gonna be, these rules are gonna be bad for brokers because they don't lose it. No. If you use technology, and, 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 and another thing Richard had said to me when I was talking was like, 
like a lot of companies are using compliance as a competitive advantage by doing the wrong thing. If you can use do the right thing because right. you build the technology where, if you remember, right, Trid came out there and said, you had to clear the codes, you got to wait three days, like the whole thing, six days, yep. mail it out. And we built the technology, we could do it faster, all internally, all in, and that gave us a leg up in the wholesale channel, but more importantly, it gave brokers a leg up and it totally. differentiated. So brokers no longer were second-class citizens. They're right on the same playing field, level the playing field. If you level the playing field, they have better rates and better technology and better lenders, like how are they gonna ever lose? And that's yeah. what we thought. Well, that's what, so, so, you know, like I said, one of my favorite sayings, dislocation creates opportunity. Sometimes the dislocation doesn't have to be this massive financial crisis. It could be something as, 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 uh, as I'll say narrow as there's this implementation of TRID. And like you said, as, as opposed to looking at it like, this is a lot of work and it's a pain and someone's inflicting it on me and I don't want, you know, it's it's something I'm going to, you know, I have to do. You looked at it and said, this is an opportunity to really enable brokers to become more effective, more efficient and more competitive. So, so that's, a, I always look at it like, you know, to your point, I, I look back at the financial crisis and I look at the compensation changes that yep. impacted broker first. And I, I truly believe that that started to instill a discipline that that hundred percent I was that, just that extends the, the competitive advantage. I mean, I think that's a big element of the competitive advantage. Why brokers are winning today yeah. is a big part of it because they had to get their muscles ready to only make two point seven five or less, or really right. call it two. Right. When these retail lenders are making three, four, five, they're bloated infrastructures, and that's why they're all crumbling right now. And that's gonna continue to happen because yeah. so although it looked like a negative, but it was better for consumers, to Richard better for consumers, and the LOs and the brokers channel learned how to deal with it. And now they're thriving and everyone's coming down. Everyone's going to bring their margins down. They're just not ready to do it. Yeah. But and like, you, and so you, as you said, then you, what you focused on is you focused on them being the most efficient, through your efficiencies, them being efficient, and through um, your service delivery, I'll call it broadly, with technology, your, your processes, your people, having that, helping them with their service delivery. To me, so, so we were observing that. So I'll make my confession, because again, I've said this in public forums, is that <laughs> in 2015, when we started HomePoint, I took a step back and said, you know, looked at the lending landscape and said, where do I think the best opportunity is to invest? And I wasn't sure at the time. So as you know, we started investing kind of across the stack. So we had we had distributed retail branches, we had call center, we had wholesale, we had acquiring correspondent, and we and we kind of we didn't have so much of it in any channel that we were you know, entirely committed to it. But I, I just wasn't sure. And you know, at the same time. Sometimes your head gets a little fogged with with what other people say, right? Oh, you know, press a button, get a mortgage. Go to a kiosk, get a mortgage, right? No more people in the process. And it, it's as you know, I, I have a private equity sponsor, and so want to be a good steward of the capital. And I said, you know, let's let's watch this, let's invest, but let's not invest to the point where we're overly committed to anything. But what I saw was what you were developing, and so in 2018, I was convinced that that. This is the most, you know, I think I have a little bit of credibility being over 30 years, right? This is the most sustainable version of wholesale that I've seen in my career. And it's really what you architected that is the basis for it. Because as you said, you're focused on all the right things and you're doing it at a level of scale that allows the broker to end up being the most efficient delivery mechanism to the consumer. And so, so for us, that was like, okay, we're in, you know? Okay. So as you know, we started investing in 18 now. We, we started to dispose, we didn't fully dispose, but but as of now, we're fully in wholesale, we're 100% wholesale, and um, you know we're committed to the channel. Because like I said, to me, it, it, is, it is the most sustainable. So let's fast forward to today, because now I, you know we've made that commitment at HomePoint, but we know there's this hugely dislocated market right now on the origination side, right? 
40% demand drop, all kinds of excess capacity out there. It's like... Right. By the way, let me just say one thing. Yeah. As Willie, so you guys know, because Willie obviously was in wholesale before I was, because he's a little bit older than me. Yeah, we established but, that. <laughs> but you know what? When you, in 2015, were across all those things at home point, doing a little bit of everything, and I'm over here in a wholesale saying, yeah. hey, wholesale's best, and be that. And then, it, you know, I'm young, people, not everyone likes me, you like me, few people do and that are, that are competitors. And, but then when you jumped on and said, hey, listen, we believe in this, yeah. it, it validated what we were oh, doing. I appreciate that. You know, for, yeah. not only for me, like I had the validation here, I felt good about it, right. but for everyone else out there, yeah. whether it's warehouse banks, MI companies, like, okay, Matt's been saying this and he seems like he's doing pretty good and brokers are winning. And now this old guy, nicer way of saying it, my guy Willie, who's been in it a long time, is agreeing with him, yeah. like maybe maybe this wholesale thing is not a fad, maybe they're not crazy, and so now we got two of us. Yeah. And now you see, even see these big retailers all wanna get in, like everyone's like, oh, wholesale's the growth. They're following our lead, you know, and and, th and that's gonna change this broker channel forever because because once they all, everyone starts seeing this, there's two, there's two leaders right now in the wholesale channel and others will follow, which is great. We want right. more people out there, but the key is the loan officers that win. Yeah. When there's great lenders like us out there Loan officers are winning, and because of this model, the broker shops are going to grow. And and so, I, you know, give you a little credit for Thanks. for seeing that because it's hard when you're private equity owned. Like I don't have private equity people here, but I get it. Like they yeah. they they want money, and you said, hey, the success will go there to the broker channel. Let's go all in, and that's basically what you did in in eighteen nineteen. And now we're both doing all Entirely, right. Entirely, yeah. So, but so we fast forward to to the point. So you've said you know broker is better, right? You've, all, you've said it all the time. Now, you, you know me pretty well by now. You know that I'm very data-driven, right? Yep. So I said, I believe that as well, but I want to prove it. And so, and, and we know, we've talked about ways in which you can prove it, but there was never really a comprehensive way to show with like kind of irrefutable evidence that broker is better. And so the Humda, fortunately, the Humda data set was expanded in 2018. We've been drilling down and analyzing it, working together. And, and if you look at 18, 19, and 20, her, you know, we, I say material and pervasive. Broker is better. Eight thousand dollar average benefit to consumers. Lower upfront a combination of lower upfront costs, lower rate, which obviously creates lower payment over time. So it's it's irrefutable. Not only that, low and moderate income, we are more effective at penetrating those yep. and, and minority communities. So I mean, it's because brokers are in the communities. They exactly. care about it. The brokers are not just like they're in the community at their kids' baseball game in the grocery stores, in wherever they are, and helping those people, which is why it makes sense. And fundamentally, community, or I know, cause, because people ask me, well, why is that? And it's like, because fundamentally, they're in the communities. Yeah. And you can look at retail, and there's all, all flavors of retail. Some retail is in the community. Some retail is more national in scope. Some retail, as we know, is, is more uh, call center direct, not invested in individual communities and not located in individual communities. So. It's, it would be very difficult for them to be able to get the type of share and penetration that, that we collectively get in those types of communities, which, which you know, not only is important from, a, um, I'll say, a political standpoint, but it's important for the future of, of how we land. Yeah. yeah, well, I think that the key is, you know, we know because we live it all day, yeah. but now you got the data and the facts that show it irrefutably. And now you got to just spread that news. And right. that's what part of this podcast and things is totally. get the get loan officers throughout America who are brokers to spread that news right. all around. Like, hey, right. it's always cheaper, right? And I say always, and I know people don't say the word always, but I'm telling you, always cheap. It's better to go to a mortgage broker because it's going to be faster, easier, cheaper. I talk about it all the time. And 
we, as in you and UWM uh, and HomePoint, we, we help make it faster and easier. And brokers are just naturally cheaper, partially because the LO comp rules we talked about earlier right. and understanding what that looks like. And so it's better across the board right. and the data supports it. And now we're going to tell LOs that to spread that to other consumers and real estate agents. But then the other mortgage company, like loan officers are joining. They're coming to the broker channel because why would you want to be in a re- like? There's no reason to be in a retail channel anymore, right? right? There'd be no reason. You're giving your consumer, you're you're hurting consumers and hurting yourself. Like, right. what are we doing? Right. Well, think about it. So, so a couple of years ago, we were in an environment where capacity was the primary driver of a volume, right? It's like the more capacity you had, the more volume you did. Refinances were yeah, as many as what you could do, as many as I could do, we did. It is the exact opposite now. It's like every basis point counts, every dollar counts. And every opportunity to interact with a consumer counts. And so to me, to your point, this is the time. You know, like I said, one of my favorite things, dislocation creates opportunity. If you're a loan officer, you really need to think about, you know, where is the right place for you and and, and in this environment. And not only that, as I said, it's like this is the most sustainable version I've seen. So there's no reason why we can't continue to you can't continue to become better. We can't continue to become better. It's like we there's no question that we're both going to, and, yeah. and that's going to benefit those loan, like, you know, like you said, those loan officers. What do you think those uh, loan officers talk about from retail though? One thing I'll say that you're saying like right now it's obvious to, to switch over, but also long-term it is too. Right, right, right. Exactly. right. Like it's hard to switch when you've got 25 loans in your pipeline, you're sitting at ABC, like it's 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 a hard, right. but you know what? That's when that's when winners win, right? When you take advantage of that opportunity, you say, okay, now is the right time. It's right. it's a time to move on. It's a time to go become independent, whether it's joining a broker shop or starting your own or joining one and eventually starting your own, whatever you want to do. But getting to be independent will free you and give you the opportunity to grow for the next 20 years. Unless you're trying to leave this industry in the next six months, 12 months, then I can see you staying in like not right. But if you're trying to be in this for the next two, three, five, ten years, right. like it's it's not even a question, and 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 it, and and some people say, hey Matt, and now for Willie too, you got the same thing. Well, it's self-serving that you're saying all this because you're a wholesale. I say, well, listen, Willie, he already said it, but I, Matt, UWM, we're only we're in wholesale because I know these to be facts. Right. That's right. I chose. I could be in retail. I could be in course. I could be title companies. I've chosen wholesale only because this is the best place to be. Right. Not it didn't choose me. Right. Like no one thought we should do it. Right. And so you obviously had all four, and you said. All right, those are gone. Just wholesale. Yeah. So you chose. Well, like it. I said when you chose to. I mean, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. Because so, like, because when you chose to do it, was it because you know? I mean, I had a, I had a little middle iteration I didn't talk about where I thought the same thing, but we were the only ones that thought it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else thought. Well, every I, I am running away from this as fast as I can. So yeah. so the fact that you thought about it when you did and you've invested in it, I mean, like, you need to take full credit for that. Oh, but but by the same token, it's like. That, like I said, dislocation creates opportunity. But if you sit there and watch it and try to guess the right time to do it, it's like you said, there's no better time than now because, again, every basis point counts. Every loan counts. Every customer counts. It's like, and if you if you are looking at it going, oh, I think that's the best execution, but I'm not sure what's going to happen in a couple of years, yeah. it's like you're going to miss the opportunity. So yeah. The opportunity is here right now. Exactly. And I, I tell a loan officer, I said, listen, oh, well, what, what if this happens? They, they come up with, they, they talk themselves yeah. out of it. Yeah. Because, oh, oh, well, what about this one? Listen, I promise you this. If you came to the broker channel and you were independent, and in a year you're like, I'm not so sure about this. There's 35 retail owners that would love to hire you back. Right. Right. And and the thing is, no one ever goes back. There's a reason you don't go back. Why would you go back? Right. Right? When you already have independence and you have options and better rates and a better lifestyle for you and your family, it's a no-brainer. And and 
like you said, a lot of companies never thought this. The warehouse lines, the MI companies, Fannie, everyone said you got to have everything, yeah. right? And the reality is what's best is brokers are better for the consumer, for the real estate agent, and for themselves. And we, you and I, and other good wholesalers provide services to make sure that be a, that stays as a fact for the next 5, 10, 15 plus years, and we're going to do it together. Yeah, well, and to your point, it's like, you know, you and I both, we have to execute because we don't have another alternative. Like you said, it's like, we never have a bunch of retail branches. We don't have, of course, it's like, this is what we have. So we have to execute. So our interest every day is in executing. So, you know, to your point, it's like, if the loan officer does is concerned about trying us, it's like, talk to some people that work with and us. And they get to hold us accountable. So That's in, right. in retail, you're captive and the lender you work for holds you accountable. Yeah. In wholesale, you're independent and you hold the lenders accountable. Because yeah. as you know, and I know, if we're bad, if our pricing's off, our service is bad, our technology, guess what? All loans go to your company or vice versa. Right. And like you, there's multiple lenders out there. You have to be great every day. And if you're not great every day and that's what wholesale is, wholesale makes you be great every day. If you work at Guaranteed Rate, Loan Deal, any of the retail guys, they don't be great every day. They have to be good and great while you're thinking about leaving. Right. And when you're thinking about leaving or coming, they got to be great. Every other time they can just be average. We got to be great every day. That's what I, I mean. That's what I tell people when I talk about this, because, you know, I present the data and it's like, I'm not asking you to do business at home point because of the data. I think you should be a broker because of the data, but home point needs to earn its, the business from you every day. And so yeah. I know you have that mindset maniacally. Yeah. <laughs> Even being an old guy, I have that mindset, yeah. you know, what's well, true. Not you know, quite someone, as maniacally, say, but you know, someone says, Oh, what, what's going to give me a signing bonus? I go, I'm like, you're signing, give yourself a signing bonus. You're working for yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm not recruiting you. I have to earn your it's loans every day. Loans. And if I don't do a good job, someone else can get the loans, go get your loans. I got your back. We'll make sure you win long-term and we'll keep your clients with you. We'll help you win. I mean, all the things that you know that have, that yeah. have changed the game and it puts brokers and loan officers in a position of envy. Yeah. Everyone else, they're in the best position in the, in the market. Everyone knows that now. And it's like, how many people are going to join? And at the same time, how are we going to help all these guys that are already there grow? Exactly. So, well, listen, I don't have anything else. How about you? No, I'm enjoying it. I could talk to you all day, but all right, the key is I want people to watch this. and get You got to go back and execute. We got to go help those brokers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, good deal. All right. Thanks a lot, man. That was fun. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank Appreciate you. it. Attention brokers, get in the fast lane to the largest annual gathering of independent mortgage professionals in the country, Ames Fifth Annual Fuse National Conference. Experience three exciting days of networking with thousands of wholesale mortgage professionals and the industry's top lenders and vendors. Supercharge your business with bold keynote speakers and breakout sessions, important mortgage news, and exciting announcements. Get your tickets at aimgroup.com backslash events. That is aimgroup.com backslash events.